0: Hello friends, thanks for tuning in. Today I want to talk about what trust looks like. I've been thinking about it a lot and my thoughts are probably going to come out unorganized. This is my apology in advance. But I feel really, really good about the things God's been putting on my heart to sound spiritual about it, but just the things he's been showing me. And okay. I'm just going to start talking. So first of all, I used to compulsively worry about people, that if I wasn't giving them information they needed, and if they didn't have this link to this nutritional supplement right away, or if they didn't have this article right away, like they were going to disintegrate into dust and die. Now that's very extreme, but that was the urgency I felt about getting people information and worrying about them. And after living through 16 years of off and on depression, it started when I was 14 and I'm 30 now, almost 31, but anyways... After however many years of depression and anxiety and and going through some really dark times myself, God has recently impressed on me the importance of praying for people and trusting Him with them. And... Yes, it's good to share information with people that could change their lives. I'm a big believer in vitamin supplements. I got on a custom vitamin blend in December of 2017, and it's absolutely changed my life. And I was on different individual vitamins before that, and it it brought me back from the dead. So... (laughs) I, I was completely nutritionally deplete, y'all. Like, clinical depression. So, um, but what I've learned is that I lived through that. And I can trust God with people because if our hearts are seeking after him, then god will provide that person their daily bread you know the thought of encouragement that gets them through and you know the the tiny practical solution that helps them make this one area of their lives a little bit better i'm all about participating and contributing and doing what i can But I am not Jesus and my emotional energy is finite and my physical energy is finite and I I need to sleep a lot more than most people. I'm I'm still not I'm I'm not a force of nature. I'm anyways so I've learned this about people physically. And I've also learned that I've also learned to trust God with this emotionally and spiritually if someone's not in the right place but they're trusting God then you know God's going to look after them he He's a big God, and not only does he have the church, but he can also influence non-christians around that person to be a source of encouragement um c- common grace like <laughs> everyone talks about i wish i could be the person my dog thinks i am and truly the grace that god shows humanity through his creation and specifically through the cuddly animals that we take in as pets i I think that a lot more people would 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 follow God if they knew where that love was coming from. Um and it just it just tears me up that people are so in love with their pets because their pet is showing them love from God. And I would also like to categorize that in a under the we need all five love languages and we need them from God category, but that's another podcast. So when I don't trust God, I nag people. I and I act out of fear. I I have to control the situation or otherwise everything will explode and and it won't turn out the way that I want it to. My husband, Ben, recently had a pretty big life decision, and I wanted him to go one direction, and he was really torn between the two. And both options had discomfort associated with them that he would have to experience, and I knew that I needed peace from God regardless of what, he, what decision he made. But I was fearful. I'm going to be totally honest. I was a hot mess. So I I asked my friends for prayer. And through that, I realized the most important thing is that our relationship is stronger regardless of what decision he makes. The important thing is that I trust God to meet my needs regardless of the decision my husband makes. Now, obviously, there is also that wonderful verse that those who do not provide for the family are worse than an infidel. But my husband is far, far, and above that that uh, statement. So, yeah, no, he he does. He, mm. So there, there are there are good reasons to leave men who are not taking care of their families. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, you know, there was a good, there was a best decision, and there was another option. And But they were both going to be okay, really, in the long term. Well, there, one was going to be best in the long term. but and, and fortunately for me, he made the decision that I wanted him to make. But even if he'd made the other decision, I would have learned to be okay with that because... Because... Um, ultimately he's responsible for his decisions and I'm not and if I allow him to bear the weight of that responsibility then <laughs> it's a good thing when I'm not trying to be the holy spirit that that's that's really good so i'm i'm working on that <sighs> so let's say that you've got friends who are going through depression or um, struggling with a relationship or they've got bitterness or anger towards something. And, you know, we wish that, as believers, we wish that we could give other people faith infusions. Um, and what do I mean by that? Well, I, I've walked with God for about twenty five years now, and I have a deep level of confidence in God's character that cannot be manufactured overnight. that's That's two and a half decades of of God and me in a personal relationship. And me trusting him or not trusting him, and then seeing him provide anyways, and seeing him redeem my mistakes anyways. And so I wish that I could take those 25 years of faith and infuse some of them to another person. But I can't. It's, it's tangibly impossible There's a parable about this as well, and Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like ten virgins who were waiting for the bridegroom to come. And five virgins were wives, and five virgins were foolish. And the five virgins who were wise had extra oil with them to keep waiting. And I truly believe that extra oil is the faith. God was, in that instance, Jesus was talking about the return of, you know the story is about the return of the bridegroom, when Jesus comes back, and those who have faith to wait through the night, and those who don't. That 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 parable is very heavy to me, and it's it's in Matthew, and it might be in one of the other Gospels. So go go look it up. You're a big person. That's why we have you know Bible search apps and concordances. So, um. So, what about those times when you've got somebody who they're foolish and you don't know if they're in a relationship with God? You have to pray and trust God anyways. And ultimately, ultimately we're all responsible for our own decisions and we're going to answer to Him at the end of time and he's going to test our works, whether they were gold and jewels or straw. And did we walk in love? Did we walk in faith? Did we walk in trust? Or do we walk and live in fear? So there are a lot of times where trusting God looks like doing nothing. Now, the unfortunate part of it is that Anxiety will often create in us this desire to do something and take action. And there's a couple I really respect who gave me marriage advice. And one of the things that she does when they have conflict is she cleans the house. And then eventually they resolve their conflict and then they also have a clean house. So so when my husband was in the midst of making that decision, after I put out my prayer request... I spent the rest of the day focusing on projects that I could accomplish and work on that had nothing to do with that topic. And I focused my energy on what needed to be done. Every day has enough trouble of its own. If we lived like this, the church would be so different. The hard part about it is that if I'm attaching my self-worth to what I do for other people, this is going to be really hard for me. And God knows that I I love words of affirmation, and I need them. That's not a bad thing. That's how I'm wired. I need physical touch. I need all the five love languages. But if I'm attaching my self-worth to receiving that from other people, and, you know, I... I need to go to God to get my fill from Him first. And I recently finished reading the entire Bible. Hooray! It was a project of about, let's see, I think I started in 20, 2008, 2009. Yeah, so it's a bit about 10 years. <laughs> um, but I also like taking my time and rereading chapters. and And I feel so much more confident in who God is, and the wholeness and integrity of the scriptures. And I can't tell you how many times I would read the Minor Prophets, and I've already worked through Ezekiel and Isaiah. It took me a whole year to get through Isaiah. I can't tell you how working through Ezekiel and Isaiah, and then getting to the Minor Prophets, and hearing God's just heartbreak and anguish over... These people who he's told time and time again, I love you, please follow the way of wisdom, walk in these paths, honor me first, and I will bless you. And they ignored him over and over and over again. You know, the book of Judges, just on repeat throughout all of history. Really, have you read the book of Judges? It's pretty awkward. But that's what what happens when we all do what is only what is right in our own eyes. <laughs> we, we need the scriptures to be that measuring stick to tell us this is what's right and this is what's wrong and this is God's character. Cling to that. Trust God because of his character, not because of what you see around you. That's what builds our faith. That's what put, puts oil in the jars for us to make it through the night. When we're waiting for the bridegroom to come back. I'm definitely going to keep talking about this. But that's all I have to say today. I hope it blessed you. And please feel free to hit me up on social media. If this encouraged you. Or you have any thoughts you want to add. My handle is stream On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also Instagram and Facebook. My personal accounts are... Um, Meg Living Inside Out, just like this podcast. And all the links are in the description and social. So, have a great day. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus. And I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it. Throwback from the Twitter archives. I had a metaphorical tweet about a pond, but then I threw it back in. April 9th, 2016.